Well, hello, I'm Kimberly Brock. And for the last 20 years, I've been running my own businesses that have not only been profitable, but personally fulfilling to me. And so now I'm on a mission to help other women just like you do the exact same thing. Now we're going to have some fun. So let's get started. Well, hello, this is episode 18. I'm Kimberly Brock, your host, and I am so glad that you're here today because I know you are trying to better your business, which makes me super excited because yes, I get excited about business stuff. Before we get started real quick, I wanted to let you know that I have aggregated my free downloads onto one page on my website. So if you scroll down right now in the show notes, there'll be a link to my site, which is a place called Tools, and it will have my different free downloadables and printables that you can access you know, to help your business journey. Episode one, for example, I have a whole bunch of worksheets for finding and discovering your true business purpose. And that is my number one episode. If you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it. I'm kind of scared too, because it was my first episode. And now I don't want to hear how bad I sound on episode one. But anyways, it's on there. There's a free download and I've got all my downloads now on one single page. So you can access them all and see the corresponding episodes for those. So thank you so much for listening and I hope you enjoy it. Hello there. I'm so glad you're here today. This is a short episode, but I hope you find that it packs a punch. I'm going to tell you a story of what happened, how it can relate to your business, and what you need to do to make sure that you are marketing to the right people with the right message. So here goes. Here's what happened. I was staying in Houston, Texas at a Westin hotel, and I was there for my daughter's dance competition. It was a few weeks ago. And I asked them right when I checked in, you have a hotel gym, right? And they said, yes. And I said, do you have a Peloton in the gym? And they said, yes, we sure do. We have one. And I said, okay, cool. I'm so excited because I had just stayed in Chicago at a Westin and they had four Pelotons, which I was super, super stoked about because every time I went in there, people were on the Pelotons. And so I always got um, excited because I knew I'd be able to get on it there in Chicago. But in Houston, then I got a little bit nervous because there was only one and I thought, I know this Weston is a lot smaller, but maybe it'll be okay. So the next morning I get up, go to the gym. There is a ton of people in the gym. Usually it's like crickets in there and it's just me and someone else. But this day, it you know, there was 10, 12 people in there, which was nuts. They've got elliptical machines, treadmills, regular bikes, the Pelotons, and then gym equipment. So I am so excited. I get on the Peloton. The morning sun is coming in the windows. I have a view of the city, just an awesome workout. I got to log into my account on the Peloton screen. I got to pick my favorite instructor, do my, you know, favorite kind of music for the class. And I did a 20 minute ride. It was awesome. I felt so good. And I said, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and go hop on the treadmill now and get a little bit more of a workout. So I could have done the Peloton longer, but I knew it was a gym and I'm figuring someone else is bound to be getting on this and I don't want to stay too long on it. So I go to the treadmill, I put my water bottle and my towel down and I run to the ladies room real quick and I come back and there is a woman getting on my treadmill and I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm actually using this. That's why I put my water bottle here. And she was like, oh, oh, don't worry about it. I didn't see it. And I said, well, I'll just have you know, the Peloton is open and this is where it gets interesting. So she looks and she goes, no, I don't do that. And she, and she wasn't being snobby, but she was just saying, no, I don't do that. And she looked around, the rest of the treadmills were full and she went over to the elliptical machine. So I'm getting on the treadmill and I'm starting to run and I'm thinking, this is interesting. Why wouldn't she pick 
the Peloton. Because to me, the Peloton was the greatest piece of equipment in there. It's so advanced and modern and looks amazing. And you get that whole group workout feel, but you're doing it on your time. And you get all the bells and whistles of all the electronics and everything that goes with it. And it looks really cool. And I just love the Peloton. And I cannot understand why she is not picking the Peloton. So as I'm running, I'm sitting here thinking, well, as we all know, everyone values different things. So I valued everything that comes with the Peloton. But my new friend over here doesn't. And I was thinking, what are the reasons why she wouldn't choose the Peloton? And so I started as I was running, I kind of looked at her and she was very thin and in shape. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, she's a runner. I wonder if she's training for a marathon. I wonder if she needs to be running a certain mileage each day. She's muscular, beautiful. I'm thinking this is fascinating. Okay, so she likes to run. Maybe she's training for something. Maybe she just doesn't get a good cardio workout on the bikes for whatever reason. I just had no idea. But then I thought, you know, maybe she just runs and she likes it. You know, different strokes for different folks, right? So then, okay, so here comes another girl. A girl comes in, the Peloton is still open, and she goes to the regular bike. I don't know if it's called a recumbent bike, but it's just the regular. It's not electronic. She gets on the bike and she does have on headphones and she's just riding on the bike. And so now I'm still running and I'm like, I'm a total nerd. I think about business stuff all the time. So of course, here at this beautiful hotel, looking out at the city with the sunrise, I'm thinking about business stuff, but that's how it is for me. I'm just already just sitting here going, okay, now why didn't this girl choose the Peloton. She's on the regular bike. For heaven's sake, why wouldn't she get on the Peloton? And then I'm thinking, okay, maybe she's never been on one, or maybe she is scared of the technology. She's never really seen one in real life. And she's like, I'm not about to undertake this and try to log in and and do all this. There was no attendant in the gym. So she would have had to do it on her own or ask help from somebody else. And she didn't come in with a friend. So that could be going for maybe she doesn't like group classes. Maybe she doesn't like the feel of a group class. Although the Peloton, I think you can do, I've never done them, but I think you can do courses where it makes it looks like it's outside. Is that right? I may be totally wrong on that. I'll have to look that up. Anyways, I'm sure there's a way you can do it without an instructor if you didn't want to. So I don't know. I was trying to go through the myriad of reasons why she wouldn't have chose the Peloton. And then as I'm running, it is sitting there hitting me that for every brand or, you know, person that creates a product or offers a service, we are not for all people, right? There's kind of three buckets of potential customers that I see. Now, again, this is general, this is top level, but you have to understand this to be able to market your business effectively. There is that first bucket. And so I'm the representation of the first bucket. I'm super excited about the Peloton. I use it. I don't care if it's technically over my head. I'll figure it out at first and or I'll ask somebody. I'll get help. I don't mind doing that because I'm super excited about everything that that Peloton has to offer. It's giving me autonomy. I get to work out on my own, on my own time, but still get that group feel with an instructor that totally motivates me. I love this one instructor. Oh my gosh, he's awesome. And his music is amazing. And he totally motivates me. And I get to see where I am like on the... um the little charts, it's like how you rank while you're riding. Now, I haven't done a Peloton a ton of times, but I know enough to be dangerous, right? I can do it and I love it and it's fun. And I was just thinking about me, like I'm that first bucket that I don't have a Peloton yet, but I am the person that would buy one. Why? Because I value what they offer. 
I'm also a person that buys home fitness equipment. I have a treadmill at home. I actually have an elliptical machine and a rower, and I have an older bike. I have a sunroom that I've converted into an exercise room, and I love it. I'd always wanted that, and I was so excited when our house had a sunroom, and I said, yay, I can put some exercise equipment in there. And when I'm busy and can't go to Orange Theory or some of the other places that I work out at, I can work out at home. So I'm the person that not only buys home equipment, but I buy it and I use it. Because I find that there's people that buy it and they do not use their home equipment. So I'm a buyer and I use it and I love it. And I'm an advocate for home fitness because it's so hot here in Houston. It's humid so much. It's hard to be outside some of the times in the summer. So it's great for me. It works. Okay. So I'm the target market. I'm an easy person to turn into a Peloton buyer, but I have not bought one yet. I'm not your early adopter, but I'm someone that will probably eventually buy one. Where I'm hung up is the price. The price is expensive to me. It's probably $3,000 for everything. And I just haven't been able to get past that yet. And I know if I talk to Peloton, they would say, well, great news. We offer 0% APR and it's $59 a month or whatever it is. You actually can't afford it. It's not that bad. But still, I know the real price is like three grand. And I just I haven't been able to do it yet. So there probably wouldn't be a lot of marketing that would have to take place to convert someone like me to a buyer, right? But if you take that second bucket, so now take it, take this other girl who chose to get on another type of bike than the Peloton. So she actually likes the bike. And I think eventually you, you could convert her. It would take a long time. I think it would take a lot of, you know, marketing to her, but I think you could probably convert her. But she's a different bucket and her pain points are different to mine. Hers might be the money factor as one, but it might be five other things on top of that. It might be, I don't really need electronics or I don't really value a group experience. I don't need something that looks that cool. I need low price. I don't need it to plug in because I needed to put it in a part of my room that doesn't have a plug. I mean, there could be a myriad of reasons why she, you know, doesn't even consider the Peloton now. But I think with if you really showed her and gave her the experience, I think she would probably like it. A lot of them, I think, would probably like it, but it's getting them acclimated to it, having them see it, having them try it, having them understand that the app also carries over to not just doing the Peloton device, but if they do yoga or other things, the app can instruct you on classes to do at home. So you would have a totally different kind of marketing campaign if you were trying to persuade her or convince her to become a buyer, right? That's pretty obvious, right? It's different than me. My pain point is just the price right now. And the objections for her are a longer list. Let's say six things. There may be six things for her. So think about the other girl that was in the gym that's the runner that didn't even look twice at the Peloton and didn't go near a bike. How long would it take to convince her to buy a Peloton? It would take so long and so much money and you'd have to be dripping on her every day and, you know, sending her postcards. You would have to be doing a million different things, putting ads on her Facebook, have her get on the bike at you know, the mall, because sometimes they have those little kiosks with it. You would have to convince her that her calorie burn and her cardio is matching that of running or getting close on her off days. She could do it and would still keep her cardio and O2 levels up, you know, a whole nother slew of pain points for her and objections. That's going to take a long time. It may not, it just may not be for her and that's okay. So I want you to think about right now your business. You've got generally three buckets. 
the people like me that only have like one objection or two objections and with the right marketing can be converted and with the right value proposition could be convinced. You've got the second bucket. It's going to take a little bit longer. You've got more objections to overcome. That's a longer marketing cycle. That's a longer sales cycle. That third bucket, I wouldn't be putting any money into it. Most of you that I'm talking to, we all have small businesses. We're either working on our own. We may have a few employees or part-time employees. You cannot afford to be wasting money and time trying to completely change the minds of the runners of the world, like the third bucket. You just can't be doing that. If I was working with you, we would make sure we have your target market, your ideal client, completely mapped out. And we understand who this customer is and what their pain points are and what they value. Because if what they value is what you offer and it's the same thing, then it shouldn't be that hard of a sell if you are positioning yourself correctly and using the wording that they use and really trying to overcome the one or two objections that they have. So right now, think of your buckets. And are you spending time marketing to the low-hanging fruit, which is the people like me in bucket one? Are you doing that? And please make sure you are. I doubt you have tapped out that entire market. And until you tap that one out, you can move on to the second bucket. Now, I will say, sometimes we're doing brand awareness and we're doing things to make sure that second bucket knows who we are, but we're not spending a ton of money on them. We're spending money and time and energy on the first bucket, right? It makes total sense. And I just want to make sure you have thought about it. Get a pen and paper right now. What are your three buckets? What are the people that will never buy from you or that would be so hard to convince? What are the people that are, "Mm, maybe I know that you make this jewelry, but I don't know that I really value high-end jewelry. I don't need it. I buy all my jewelry at Target or Sam Moon or whatever, and I don't really need high-end jewelry. I mean, that's going to be a harder sale. But what if someone says, yeah, I spend a lot of money on really nice jewelry because I value just quality pieces that are special. Your marketing needs to be marketing to those people, where those people are, and using the right words and being in the right places where they can see you, right? I just want to make sure what you're doing is effective and that you're able to grab that low-hanging fruit. So that's it. Think about your three buckets today. I want you to be marketing to the right people. I hope you're having a great week. I know you're working hard. Keep pushing forward. And until next time, have a great day. Bye now. Well, I hope you enjoyed that episode. If you've been listening to these podcast episodes and you enjoy them, please make sure you subscribe because I don't want you to miss out on any future valuable information for your business journey. I've got a lot of great things to come. So make sure you hit subscribe right now if you're an Apple Podcasts or Spotify, whatever player you're in, there should be a subscribe button. Just click it and you'll be notified the next time I drop an episode. Have a great day. Bye. Now this episode may be over, but our relationship does not have to end here. Head on over to KimberlyBrock.com. And yes, you can get more valuable information for your journey. And you know what? You don't need to go through this alone. I would love to help you. Thank you so much and have a great day. Bye.